Before we begin, please note that multiple and sometimes conflicting pronunciations of some Native American names were discovered as part of research for this series. Every effort has been made to pronounce these names as respectfully as possible. Please also know that the DAR Continental Congress approved the American Indians Committee in 1936, and the National Society continues to follow the lead of the federal government in retaining that terminology. For example, the Bureau of Indian Affairs and the Museum of the American Indian. The Our Patriots Podcast honoring the men and women who achieved American independence and taken from the pages of American Spirit, the Daughters of the American Revolution's award-winning magazine. Indispensable Hand Irish-born Edward Hand, physician and general, played a variety of roles in the War for Independence. Written by Jeff Walter and taken from the January-February 2015 edition of American Spirit magazine. In the early days of the Revolution, Edward Hand served in Boston with his Pennsylvania riflemen. When General George Washington crossed the Delaware River on Christmas night, 1776, to launch a game-changing attack on Hessian forces in Trenton, New Jersey, Hand was there. And when British General Charles Cornwallis formally surrendered 8,000 troops at Yorktown, Virginia, on October the 19th, 1781, effectively bringing the War for Independence to a close, Hand again was there on the scene. Hand also served as a physician and as a respected political and civic leader and was a trusted friend of Washington himself. But like some revolutionary heroes, he did not start out on the American side. From Surgeon to Soldier Hand was born on December the 31st, 1744 in Kings County, Ireland. After earning his medical certificate from Trinity College in Dublin, He enlisted in 1767 as a surgeon's mate in the 18th Royal Irish Regiment of Foot. His enlistment might have let him bypass the five-year apprenticeship required to become a doctor. On May 20, 1767, his regiment set sail from Cobb, County Cork, Ireland, arriving in Philadelphia on July 11. For several years, Hand served with the British Army on the Pennsylvania frontier, and in 1772, he was commissioned an ensign. He marched with his regiment to Fort Pitt, where the Allegheny and Monongahela Rivers converge at modern-day Pittsburgh. Hand served as a surgeon at Fort Pitt during a time of relative calm on the Western Front. He returned to Philadelphia in 1774, resigned his British commission, and moved to Lancaster, Pennsylvania, where he began practicing medicine. On March 13, 1775, he married Catherine Kitty Ewing in Philadelphia, a union that would lead to eight children. The region was populated by Scots-Irish immigrants known for their anti-English sentiments, and Hand grew sympathetic to the American cause. That year, he helped to form a colonial militia. Later in 1775, Hand enlisted in the Continental Army as a lieutenant colonel of a battalion of Pennsylvania riflemen. In the Revolutionary War's opening stage, he served under General Washington during the Siege of Boston, which ran from April 1775 to March 1776, when the British evacuated the city. He also participated in the Battle of Long Island on August 27, 1776, a losing effort for the Continental Army. Trenton and Princeton 
By the time the British overran Manhattan in November 1776, taking 2,000 prisoners, the war was looking bleak for the Americans. Washington realized drastic measures were necessary, leading to a pair of pivotal battles. First came an assault on the side of a Hessian garrison at Trenton, New Jersey. On Christmas night, 1776, Washington and his men crossed the icy Delaware River north of Trenton in boats and then marched 19 miles south in a freezing storm. Hand and his Pennsylvania riflemen, accompanied by a battalion of German-speaking infantry, were to block the road leading to nearby Princeton. On December 26, Washington's 2,400 troops surprised 1,400 Hessians, led by German Colonel Johann Wall, who was mortally wounded. The unprepared Hessians quickly surrendered while the Americans suffered minimal losses. The relatively easy victory boosted Continental Army morale and re-enlistments. A week later, on January the 3rd, 1777, after a series of skirmishes between Washington's undermanned troops and British forces led by Cornwallis and Major General James Grant near Trenton, Washington's men found themselves seemingly trapped. All but 500 of the Americans, however, stealthily broke camp during the night and traveled 12 miles to Princeton, where they scored another victory, driving back three British regiments. The battles of Trenton and Princeton were Washington's first successes in the open field, and they restored confidence in his leadership ability. Meanwhile, Hand had become an intimate and trusted friend. According to family tradition, an injury at Princeton cost Hand the sight in his right eye, and portraits from then on show him only in profile from the left side. Having demonstrated tactical and administrative abilities, Hand was promoted to Brigadier General on April the 1st, 1777. A promotion and then frustration. He returned to Fort Pitt, charged with bolstering the local militia's effectiveness and thwarting British and American Indian attacks, but this period proved frustrating for Hand, who was unaccustomed to the American Indian style of wilderness warfare, received insufficient resources, and had difficulty recruiting volunteers. After a series of embarrassing incidents, including the so-called Squaw Campaign, in which an attack by Hand's men on a Delaware American Indian village brought only the death of one old man, four women, and a boy, and the capture of two women, Hand asked to be relieved of his command. Congress voted to accept Hand's resignation, though Washington did so reluctantly, saying, I esteem him an officer of great worth and merit. Hand was reassigned to the northern frontier, based out of New York, and for the next year was a key part of the campaign against Britain's Iroquois Confederacy allies. Hand was part of the 1780 tribunal that tried and convicted Major John Andre, a British officer hanged as a spy for aiding traitor Benedict Arnold's attempted surrender of the fort at West Point, New York. Siege of Yorktown In February 1781, Hand was appointed Adjutant General of the Continental Army and charged with overhauling administrative and training procedures. He traveled with Washington to Mount Vernon and then Williamsburg, Virginia to prepare for the Siege of Yorktown. Hand's role at Yorktown, the war's last major land battle, included preparing siege plans and keeping track of casualties and other battle statistics. Cornwallis's surrender on October the 19th after a crushing defeat by a combined force of American and French troops forced the British government to negotiate an end to the war. Fighting continued on the high seas, but it was mostly finished in the colonies.
post-military life. In September 1783, Hand was honored for his long and distinguished service by being breveted Major General. He resigned from the Army in November and returned to Lancaster, where he resumed his medical practice. He also became active in politics and civic activities. He was a Federalist, whose posts included Chief Burgess of Lancaster, Presidential Elector, Member of the Continental Congress and Pennsylvania Assembly, and Customs Inspector. In 1794, he answered President Washington's call to serve as Adjutant General of the troops sent into western Pennsylvania to put down the Whiskey Rebellion. Hand's death on September 3, 1802, was attributed to cholera morbus, a non-epidemic form of the illness. Hand's last years were spent at Rock Ford Plantation on the banks of the Canastoga River, a mile south of today's downtown Lancaster, Pennsylvania. The Hand family operated a farm, with fields, livestock, and vast orchards. Hand was an avid horticulturalist whose efforts produced a plum named for him. More than 90% of the historic fabric of the original house at Rockboard Plantation remains intact today. The house, an important example of 18th century Georgian domestic architecture, is listed on the National Register of Historic Places and is open for tours. According to Sword and Scalpel, The Life of Edward Hand of Lancaster by William W. Betts, Jr., published by Heritage Books in 2014, Hand, quote, will long be remembered as a fervent patriot and as a distinguished, heroic, high-level officer of the American Revolution, whose contribution to the birth of the country was immense. I hope you have enjoyed this edition of the Our Patriots podcast and that you'll listen to future installments, each focused on a patriot who helped to win our independence. I also know that you will enjoy reading more about our nation's fascinating history by receiving a subscription to American Spirit magazine. Visit us at dar.org and search for American Spirit. Consider, too, researching your family tree and joining our service organization of dedicated women devoted to promoting historic preservation, education, and patriotism. There's something for everyone in today's DAR. This has been the Our Patriots Podcast, a dynamic duo high-five production in association with the Daughters of the American Revolution and Tin Shingle.